Trip, trip. Trip, trip, trip. Hello, hello, located. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1, 91.7, 91.1. <laughs> Let me start again. You are listening to X-Ray FM at KX. You're listening. Sorry, I'm having some audio issues. Check, check, check. You are listening to X-Ray FM at 107.1 and 91.1 FM, streaming online everywhere at xray.fm. Also on the coast, Manzanita, Far Rockaway, Wheeler, and Nahalem at 91.7 FM. 
uh, apologies for this. Uh, I, I was having a little bit of audio issues. And if you are listening on the date of January the 11th, 2024, welcome to a live broadcast of Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. Now, I need to apologize because this isn't a live broadcast from the Slingshot Lounge. I had uh, previously advertised that I was going to be at the Slingshot Lounge tonight, but um, events conspired against me. I'm just broadcasting from my closet at home. Uh, I wish I could be at the Slingshot Lounge. I love it there, but uh, tonight... Actually, it's kind of nice. It's sort of a cold, rainy night. There's a storm bearing down on Portland, so I don't totally mind being indoors. Uh, but uh, I miss the I miss my friends at the Slingshot Lounge. Anyways, uh, if you're listening on January 11th, 2024, you have tuned into a live broadcast, and uh, I just want to say that um, we are not at the Slingshot Lounge tonight. If anyone is traveling there uh, to be. Uh, at the Slingshot Lounge, I apologize for not making it down. Um, but this is a live broadcast, so please send your texts in at 971-220-5979. That's 971-220-5979. Just tell me what you're doing. What are you doing right now uh, on this cold and rainy night in Portland? Um, I'm uh, sitting in my bedroom closet. <laughs> I'm back in the closet. Um and, uh, yeah, it's been a while since I did a show from the closet. I'm surrounded by shirts and coats and, uh, my wife's dresses. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, we got a text. Um, it says, uh, oh, it says, Hey, Hey, AB, what's the photo from on the FB page announcing tonight's live show? Uh, um, hi, I, th- I feel like I should know who it is that sent that text. Um, oh, it's, it's cold gay. Oh, cold gay. Good to, I don't always recognize the number. So, um, if you want to identify yourself, then I, then I'll know. But uh, anyways, gold gay. Good to hear from you. Been seeing gold gay at the gym a lot lately. Uh, anyways, uh, the picture on, on the, either the Facebook or the Instagram is from, uh, my latest documentary obsession. Um, uh, love has won. Uh, the Cult of Mother God. It's called Love Has Won, Like Love is Victorious, The Cult of Mother God. We talked about it a bit last week. I would love to talk about it again this week if anyone wants to, if anyone had, maybe you, maybe you heard us talking about it last week and you want to talk about it this week. I have some actually new information that I learned that I, I'm looking forward to sharing. But anyways, if you saw the picture on Instagram that erroneously claims I'm going to be at the Slingshot Lounge tonight, uh, the the picture is just a still from the film. It's like, yeah, it's about this uh, cult um, in, uh, in that started in Colorado, and then they believe that this uh, woman was God, and uh, they carried her all over the country, <laughs> and she died, and they kept carrying her body and like caring for it because they thought she was like living or she was transcending to a the fifth dimension. Um, anyways, um, this. Uh, this person uh, sent in a text that says, sending my husband dick pics off the internet. <laughs> That's what you're up to tonight? I like that text. Um, for a second, I thought it was my wife was texting in, but I, she hasn't sent me any dick pics. Um, okay, that's a good idea. Does he know that you are 
doing that? Like, are you, is that, does, <laughs> are you like anonymously sending him dick pics? Um, and, uh, and by the way, I should say this off the, the top of the hour. Um, we, this is an adult theme show. Like we like to talk, uh, about uh, adult themes, sex, drugs, and basketball. We will discuss basketball as well. But if you have young children listening or you don't like those types of discussions, um, we're on until 11 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, if, if you have the young kids, just put the kids to bed or put on some headphones and join us in the adult room where we're going to talk about sex, drugs, and basketball. Those are our favorite subjects. We like talking about other things, obviously, We've been talking the the mother god cult. I think it 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 definitely falls in the sex and drugs category. There's not really any basketball in in the um in the love has won cult of mother god. But uh, but you know we can talk about basketball in other ways. Um, anyways, I like the husband dick pic uh um text that someone sent starting things off strong. Tell me what you're up to. That's what we like to do in the first few minutes of the show is just find out what people are doing. Um, uh, you know, what are they, what are they up to? Um, uh, and, and, uh, and also just want to like, there's a few other things I want to talk about here in Portland, but, um, uh, I have a prank phone call that I'm going to play later that, uh, I, this isn't one that I did. It was just one that I came across on the internet that cracked me up. Um, but, um, if anyone has any jokes, we always are, we're always accepting jokes. If you want to text in a joke, uh, text me 971-220-5979. Our motto is that no text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. And that's not to say that you sh- are sending stupid texts, but you shouldn't be worried about whatever you're going to send that it won't be received with welcome arms. <laughs> we we don't care what you send. I will read it over the airwaves and uh and give it the respect it deserves. Um okay. Uh the person who sent dick pics to their husband says, "Oh yes, he knows I'm sending him dick pics. We send pics found online to each other all the time." Oh, that's a that's a nice uh it's a nice little game that you and your husband play together. Um uh, are you, do you, are the, if you don't mind me asking to this texter, are you, do you identify as, as male, female, non-binary? Or I'm just trying to picture like what the deal is with it. Like it's a different, it's a, it's a different type of game if you don't have a dick yourself, I guess is my, <laughs> um, like you're, are you sending him pictures or, or yeah, that's, or maybe it's not actually now that I think of it. In any case, does he send you dick pics or does he send, yeah, tell me more. Tell me more about this game that you're playing. <laughs> um, okay, uh, this is, uh, this is, um, Goldgate texted and says, we'd like to talk about dicks, <laughs> snatch, <laughs> snatch, uh, cocaine and how lame the trailblazers are this year. Yeah, that's true. We could change the name of the, show dick snatch and cocaine and how lame the trailblazers are this year um uh well the trailblazers i don't i wouldn't say that they're lame actually like if you just want to talk basketball for a second here i think they're not good let's say for an nba team they're not they're not um they're not they don't have a good record they're they've only won like nine games this year but there, there's some things to be excited about. 
you know, I'm I'm enjoying seeing Scoot Henderson's getting a little better, and uh, they're probably going to make a big trade at the trade deadline. I don't know. You're right. They're not they're not that good. I'm I've been into uh, watching other teams, <laughs> and the other thing that I've been doing actually is watching high school basketball. Um, I uh, I was just I the the uh, the Les Schwab tournament was in town. Like the the Oregon high school basketball is really fun, both boys and girls. Uh, I have two daughters who play high school basketball, so I watch a lot of girls' high school basketball. Um, okay. Um, did you know that the number one uh, 11th grader in the country uh, goes to school right in the Portland area? Um, Jazzy Davidson. Uh, girl player. Number one 11th grade girl player. Um, okay. Um this is another text that says, if you rented your Vermont... Oh, this is a question about my cabin. Last week, I was talking um, I was talking about um, how I, I have a cabin in Vermont. One of my cords is a little loose, I think. Um, I was talking about how I have a cabin in Vermont last week, and um, this is a question about this. It's, it's not really much of a cabin, just so you know. It's, it's like, I don't even know if it's still standing. <laughs> Uh, it says, if you rented your Vermont cabin out on Airbnb and you knew it was for some cult, would you allow them to stay? Would you encourage it? Would you trade interviews for rent? These are all good questions. Uh, then it says, though, if we learned anything from Love Has Won, uh, it's that your house could be burned to the ground in a minute. <laughs> That's true. These are all excellent, very pertinent questions. Thank you to the, this texter. Um yeah, and, and that was something we were talking about just to, just to catch people up. I, I, I'm, I'm really totally happy to talk about Love Has Won for another two hours if people want to do it. Uh, it's the documentary Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. I talked about it a lot last week, but I, I, I still have, I still have observations and questions. Um, and the question, so I, it, what it seemed to me, and I'm, I'm not entirely sure though, I'm gonna find out more about it, is like they, they, this cult, I think were just renting Airbnbs, and they, they were making money on the internet because they were selling these products, including this, this, this like substance that they, they would make called colloidal silver, which I think is what ultimately killed Mother God, that she was drinking so much of it that her skin turned blue. Wild story, wild story. Um, anyways, my, the, so the, your question about my Vermont cabin is a little bit like, it's pretty hypothetical because my Vermont cabin is not, it doesn't have electricity and, uh, I don't even know if it, it, uh, I, I honestly like the winters are really harsh up there and, uh, the, there was a woman living there for a little while for free. I didn't, I didn't charge her rent. She just had to maintain it and, uh, I'm pretty sure she's gone now. <laughs> And, uh, I don't know if it's still standing. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't really, but, but let's say I owned a cabin and I rented it and, um, and a cult moved in. I would sort of be, I would, I would be okay with it. Like I would be kind of fascinated by it. Um, but I'd probably want them to leave at some point. I feel like you become like, I don't know, you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, what's the word? You're colluding with the, there's 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 some there's some way in which you're kind of like condoning what they're doing if you're renting them a place. So I guess I would try to make efforts to get them out. Um okay. Uh okay. Oh this so the person who was sending their husband dick pics off the internet 
also has a dick. <laughs> so, says, I have a dick, he has a dick. We are a couple of dicks. <laughs> That's a funny text. Um, okay, so it's two, yeah, that, 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 that makes a certain amount of sense, I guess. But so are you sending the, the dick pics? Are you like commenting on them? You're like, whoa, look at this dick I found on the internet. And then your husband's like, yeah, I like that dick. I like how it's like curved that and or something, you know, like, is that what you're doing? Or is it sort of just this fun game? Like, I'm interested in this because my wife doesn't send me dick pics. Um, uh, okay. Um, uh, this is, uh, Goldgay says, I use colloidal silver to treat my water when hiking. That's where the term blue bloods come from. Come on, really? Is that, are you, are you serious? I don't feel like that's actually where the term blue bloods comes from, is it? Uh, do you, but you use colloidal silver, like, to, it like kills germs in your water? Is that what, I don't really know what colloidal silver is, but I know that it was this substance that they were like really into at this, and this cult that they call themselves Love Has Won. And, uh, they started in Colorado and then they, they moved, they came to Oregon. The, the mother god actually died in Ashland, Oregon, in a hotel room in Ashland, Oregon. You learn that in the, in this remarkable documentary, um, uh, that's on HBO right now. It's called Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God. Uh, anybody has any commentary about that, that documentary? I very much want to hear it, very much want to discuss it. Uh, um, so if you've seen it and want to, want to make any observations, I have, I have some information actually that I wanted to impart about that documentary. Let me just read the text and then I'll, I'll tell you what it is. Um, uh, this, uh, someone says is there any chance that the woman staying in your cabin and maintaining it is actually forming a cult right now <laughs> uh um okay wait is that J- is that j hops uh is that j hops who sent that um <laughs> that's a funny question um you know there's always some chance she's a very interesting woman she was she she's she's kind of like a real hardcore hippie type and um, she, I think she ran like a health food store in town, like sort of half an hour to 40 minutes from the cabin. And she was into growing her own herbs and just kind of living on the land. And I was, and she, uh, she, so I, uh, I told her, you know, she could stay in my cabin for free, but it, it, it was, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't as good a deal as it might seem because that cabin like was always, it, it was always having problems. Um, as I discussed last week, uh, and, and I think the, probably there were leaks and the foundation was going bad. It was, it, I bought the cabin for $25,000. It was, it was, it was a, uh, like it was built out of spare parts. (laughs) Um, okay. Um, uh, okay. This is, um, someone texts, uh, thank you, Arthur. I'm sitting in my closet and trying to get the true vibe for tonight's broadcast. Sparky. Um, wait, who's transcending what? <laughs> um, uh, we're talking about the, I think you, if transcending was, is, is a term from, uh, the cult of mother God. Um, so hopefully I answered your question. Um, wait, and then, then Sparky says, wait, what do you mean she's gone now? Wait, I have concerns about your cabin. <laughs> well, are you, I'm talking, I'm talking about the woman who was living there. She, I, I, she told me, uh, a while ago, we communicate by, by letter mostly. Um, she sends me written letters. Um, 
And, uh, she told me that she wanted me to, to do, to spend money to repair the foundation of the cabin. And I had been putting a little bit of money into it, but I was kind of like, you know what? I, I, this cabin is, it, it it's, it, I'm not, I'm not getting, I'd never get there. It's very far away from me now. And I was like, this, it's not worth it for me to put, put money into fixing the foundation. So if you want to do that, I, I you're, you're welcome to do that and stay in the cabin, you know, for as basically as long as you like, but, um, I can't, I'm not going to put it in. And so she thought about doing that. And then we went back and forth and then she said that winter was coming and she didn't think she was going to, um, stay there through the winter. The winters are really cold and snowy up there. And so staying in a cabin is not like a small thing, although it is off grid. And I, and it, and that's something I want to talk about this week was like, I feel like people, what's so funny to me is, and I get, this is, this is kind of like the, you know, everybody has the videos that they look on. If you look at social media, you have certain kinds of videos that you are drawn to. Lately, I've been watching like off grid videos, like people who live quote unquote off grid. And the funny thing is that a lot of people who live off grid are very online. Like that, that's what it appears to me is that people are moving like off the grid, quote unquote, but they are, they still have like Starlink or something. So they're, they're, they can get online. So being off grid just means you're not paying for electricity, basically. <laughs> I mean, you're not paying the power company and you don't have sewer, but it doesn't mean you're actually disconnected from society. Like you're, you're kind of in a strange way overly connected. Um, okay. Anyways, um, J, that was J Hop's, uh, um, okay, uh, then this is uh, colloidal silver. This is someone texting says colloidal silver is sometimes used in uh, sometimes used in waterline. Uh, wait, excuse me. Colloidal silver is sometimes used in waterline in dental units. Before antibiotics, colloidal silver drops were put into newborns' eyes at birth to prevent infection. Wow, silver does have antimicrobial properties. This is Mrs. Browntown, by the way, or Ms. Browntown, by the way. Oh, hi, Ms. Browntown. Didn't realize that was you. Uh, uh, good to hear from you. How's the, how's the little baby? Um, very interesting information about colloidal silver. I didn't know that. Um, that's so weird. They just put those, these drops into baby's eyes. So it prevents infection. Okay, that's interesting. So she was drinking so much of it, though, that it was, like, overwhelming her liver, I think, that Mother God was. Um, okay, uh, this is... Oh, this is the the, the couple, uh, the two, two uh, guys who are sending their husbands... Uh, um, they're sending dick pics back and forth to each other. They're, they're explaining that they... It says, we have a three-banana rating system. Plus, we will send pics of ourselves just to see if they notice. Oh, I see. Like, so every once in a while, you at you like throw a picture of your own wiener into the mix of the the dick pics that you find online. Uh, interesting. Um, and it says, "Does your wife send you vagina pics?" Uh, no, she does. <laughs> we like the thing about my wife and I is that we our relationship started before the internet. So we don't, I mean, we do text back and forth, but we never like when we were young enough to maybe have done that, like we, there was no such thing as, uh, as that we, we would like, we, we would write letters back and forth to each other. Um, 
And then now, so then you're asking about now, obviously, you're not just asking about then. Um, but she doesn't, I mean, maybe, maybe, I don't know. I, she would, no, she doesn't send me vagina pics. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any, like, any comparable thing that she sends me. You know, we, we, we have our jokes that we go back and forth, but nothing, nothing that rowdy. Um, okay. Um, uh, this is, okay. Oh, this is Goldgay about the blue blood thing. It says, dead serious, rich, wealthy people used to take the supplement colloidal silver because it was a fad type thing back in the day. Uh, if they took, if they took too much, their blood turned blue. Oh, wow. Well, that's really interesting. So this woman was doing something that actually had been done before. So may, is there some, is there, is like colloidal silver have some sort of like addictive properties? Because, it seemed like she was taking it to her own detriment, right? Why would you do that if it didn't give you some sort of feeling besides the psychological thing? Um, and then anyways, uh, Goldgay says, and yes, I use it to treat my water. I can get it down in Mexico easily as they use it to treat water too. Here in the U.S., you can get it, but it's more expensive, it's more expensive, but marketed differently. I wonder if this documentary and the, the knowledge of this cult love has won, which I think still exists, even though Mother God is dead. She's transcended to another dimension. <laughs> That's what they were talking about. That's what was so fun. And we were having a, a really fun discussion about it last week about how a, a, another term for taking a nap is, is your meeting with the Galactic Council. <laughs> I love the Galactic Council and all that stuff that they, uh, Anyways, um, okay, uh, this is someone text and said, um, uh, uh, this is, this person says, hey Arthur, I have a question for you on the subject of penises and cults. <laughs> okay, uh, what are your thoughts on circumcision? Okay, uh, I personally think it's kind of a messed up thing to do because the baby can't consent to it. I feel like no one is talking about this. Well, People do talk about it a lot. Is this someone? Uh, is this someone that I know? I I uh, I feel like I know you're someone who's texted in, but I I can't recognize your number. Um, anyways, uh, people do talk about circumcision. Um, uh, it's it's like uh, tell me who you are that just texted in because I feel like I should recognize your number, but I I don't. Um, uh, People do talk about circumcision. I, I, it's like a, a raging debate amongst, uh, p- like parents who are, who are, uh, you know, just having babies. Like I remember, I don't, I never had a son, so I never had to make the decision myself. But, um, I, lots of my sister had, had sons and like I remember her talking about it. It's, it's something that people talk about a lot. I mean, Honestly, uh, my thoughts on circumcision are, I, that's an interesting question. I am, I'm circumcised. I'll just put it out there. And I don't really feel like I was like somehow, um, violated or injured when it happened. I just, it doesn't, I don't, I don't give it a lot of thought. I'm pretty happy with the way it turned out. <laughs> so, uh, I, I don't, I guess if I, yeah, I don't, I, there's, there's like valid arguments, I think, in favor of it. So I, I don't really think it's such a bad thing. That's my, that's, that's my, but if you don't want to do it, of course, don't, there's no, there's no wrong or right. I think it's just a 
sort of a stylistic choice. <laughs> um, oh, it's Jules. Okay, sorry, Jules. I knew I recognized your number, but you're the, because it has an unusual area code. But there's a couple. There's somebody else who texts with that number, so I didn't want to assume. Um, okay, good to hear from you, Jules. Good question. Um, uh, okay, uh, what it? Uh, th- this is J Hop says. Well, what's the point of going off grid if you can't tell everybody about it? I know that's that's it. That's my point is that I feel like uh, there's all these people who are like, quote unquote, off grid, but they're so online. I mean, obviously, there's people who are off grid that aren't online and I just don't know about them because I the uh, but it there's this whole like TikTok and Instagram category of people who are off grid like. Uh, sharing, you know, sharing their tips and, and, and just kind of being like, this is what it's like. Like the typical video is like, this is what it's like to live off grid in a cabin I built with my own hands. And, and then, you know, but I like watching the videos that are kind of interesting. There, I follow this, this like Amish woman who lives up in Alaska with her family. It's like, it's just really weird. You know, it's like you, like these people live these, but so many of them have this sense that, that the zombie apocalypse is coming like that's that's like that's their their actual feeling is like i think in a lot of the american psyche right now is that zom- that there's going to be some sort of like shizzle hit the fan situation and uh and and they just are moving off grid cuz they want to like live off the land and somehow be isolated from it and I don't know. You know, I think it's, I think the the thing I would say about that is like people, Americans have been saying that for years, like the, ever since I've, I've been sort of aware of the phenomenon, there have been people who like are predicting that society is collapsing and they're, and they're getting away from it all. And they're going to, you know, do what, like that is a, that's an American phenomenon. That's how Amer- America was founded on that kind of, that sort of paranoid belief. And, so the people are always going to be thinking that. And sometimes there's like, there's times when you're like, oh, maybe they're right. But, um, I, I just would also say it's not like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just a common, it's just a, it's an American thing. We always feel like society is about to collapse in this country. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, this, this is, uh, um, Ms. Town said she was getting sicker and sicker. So they were giving, oh, this is about mother God. She was getting sicker and sicker. So they were, they were giving her more and more to make her better because they truly believe that it, it's a miracle cure all. Yeah, it was, I mean, that it seemed like, but it was like, who was driving? And this is, we're talking about Mother God, um, in this documentary, but who was driving the, the, the need for her to take so much colloidal silver? That's what I was trying to figure out throughout the documentary. And, um, because like they, they would show these notebooks that they were keeping, like this one woman was writing down, like she was just sitting by this woman, mother God and writing down everything that she did and what happened and what she ate and what she said and you know, what she was looking at. And it was really like this wild devotion to this one woman, but it was not totally clear who was prescribing her this colloidal silver and like what, like, was it, was it her or was there someone else? Like, it seemed like maybe this other guy, Jason, was kind of, like, into giving it to her. Um, and at one point, Jason does say in the documentary, he says, like, I'm the one that killed her, right? 
Um, but he was saying more because he brought bad energy into her world. Um, okay, here's some information that I wanted to share about the documentary um, uh, Love Has Won, The Cult of Mother God, that I just learned uh, this week since the last show. is uh, it turns So I work in, in documentary films, and it turned out that one of the editors, the film editors that I work with, was one of the editors that worked on that film. So I was like his name's Devin and I was like Devin you gotta tell me all about this cause I'm I'm like really obsessed with this documentary now let's so I sat down and just like asked him questions about you know how, what it was like working with a director he was one of he said he was one of like almost a dozen editors that they the editing process was really difficult for that film which I believe they had a lot of footage to go through um, but here's the information that I thought was most interesting that he told me. He said, I, w- I asked him, I was like, how did they get such good access to this cult? Because the cult was so, like, the director approached the cult only a few months after Mother God had died. And they were all really, really happy and eager to talk to her. And the reason was because Mother God had, one of the things she had said what, that was recorded um was that she had predicted that HBO was going to make a documentary about her. She said that. She was like, I think, I believe that HBO is going to make a documentary about me. So then when this filmmaker approached them and was like, I'm from HBO and I want to make a documentary about Mother God, they were like, it's just as it was, it was, she, she prophesied this was going to happen. So they all cooperated very enthusiastically to make this documentary. And it's a really, that it really, it really makes the documentary like quite compelling to watch. Um, but I thought that was interesting information that it's not in the documentary itself itself but i uh it was from uh some inside information from someone who worked on it uh okay um let me read some text and then i'll take a little break um uh baby uh miss browntown says baby browntown is great um uh um she is actually communing with the galactics (laughs) as we speak uh if she weren't so occupied with her meeting she would be tuning into the show oh that's so nice well she did attend a live broadcast of the show in your belly. Uh, just to, just to recap, uh, Ms. Browntown, uh, came to one of our, bro- we were doing a broadcast at the, uh, at the Slingshot Lounge and, um, she, uh, she showed up and she was getting induced to give birth like two days later or something. She was like super pregnant. So we like to say that, uh, her baby was conceived on the show. <laughs> I don't know how that logic works, but, um, it's good to hear that this, I, she sent a picture of the baby sleeping like on a monitor. Um, and it looks like a very cute little baby doing well. Um, okay. Uh, gold gay says, um, uh, Oh, this is gold gay is weighing in on the, um, uh, the, the, uh, circumcision debate. He's, he says uncut dick is, and then he, (laughs) and then it's, uh, a green, like a green emoji of a face, like sort of looking frightened and, and skeeved out, like grossed out. Well, how can you say? And then he says, from an aesthetic point. Um, but so, but so many guys are uncircumcised. So that's like you, that's like you were saying that if you met a guy who, who you really like connected with in all sorts of ways and you thought he was hot, and but he he was uncircumcised you would be like not you would not be as attracted to him um because also once he has an erection right then it's like it's all the same right isn't an erect penis the same whether it's circumcised or not 
asking for a friend. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, someone said, oh, Pizza Johnny says, uh, oh no, Pizza Johnny says, are we doing a live show tonight? I don't see anyone at Slingshot. Um, listen, Pizza Johnny, I'm so sorry. Uh, I am not at Slingshot tonight. Um, for a number of reasons, I, uh, I decided not to come to the, down to the show. I'm not, I, I was a little worried I was getting sick, so I didn't want to, uh, infect people down at the, down at the show. My wife is sick, so, uh, I just, and it, it was lots of craziness. I, I thought I was going to do the show, and I apologize that I, um, I said on the Instagram page that I was doing the show <laughs> at the slingshot. Um, I kind of made a last minute decision. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stay home and do it from the closet. Uh, I'm really sorry. Uh, pizza Johnny. I should have, I should have, if I'd known that you were coming, the funny thing is that there are times when I do, uh, I do a broadcast of the show, um, from the slingshot and no one shows up like there's like maybe like one or two people come by but it sort of seems like it's an act they just happen to be in the bar or something and it's like but then when i when i do something like this then my good friend pizza johnny shows up and i feel terrible um sorry about that man i really i'm sorry i hope hopefully maybe someone else showed up and you can hang out without me <laughs> um okay um uh this is uh, okay, wait. That's weird. Um, uh, this is, that was Pizza, that was Pizza Johnny, I think. Um, okay, uh, then it says, hello, deep dish Donnie here, in private. What? <laughs> deep dish Donnie here in private. I'm gonna read it, even though it says that. Uh, you have always said that I was like a son to you, and now you're gonna take that away on the air? <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> you're saying because I said I don't have a son. Yeah, I am. I never said that you're like a son to me. <laughs> I never said that. Uh, okay. Um, uh, this is someone says, I heard that in Alabama, if you go off grid, you have to pay a fee f to the power company to, quote, offset their, quote, losses for the business you chose not to do with them. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder if that's really true. They, I mean... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, this whole thing, I, I, like, I get it. Like, I, like, believe me, I, I, I briefly lived in a cabin that was off grid because I thought that was such a cool concept to be off grid. But the truth is, if you're off grid, um, solar is a, is a, is a really interesting way to be off grid. But most, a lot of people who are off grid have propane. Like, you usually, even if you, if you live in a cold environment, it's, you can't really heat with just solar like and like it's it's very rare that you're at, like you know in a place like uh northern vermont for instance or anywhere where there's a lot of snow um it's pretty hard to heat by solar so you're gonna have to use propane or uh you know some other diesel maybe you you heat by wood like i loved doing my wood stove where where i lived um, but I, you know, it's, it's like, you're still kind of using resources, but yeah, you're just not buying them from, you know, the central utility. Um, but even so, like, it doesn't mean if you live off grid that you shouldn't pay taxes, honestly, like you're still driving on roads and using the infrastructure and all that. You may, you shouldn't have to pay for electricity that you're not using though. That's a good, fair enough point. Um, okay. Uh, uh, what does this say? Uh, kind of makes you miss, uh, wait. 
Um, Ruskies. Okay, wait a second. Uh, Okay. Oh, this is, uh, sorry. I, I, sometimes the, the way the texts come in, I can't quite, I can't quite put them together. This is, this is J-Hop says, kind of makes you miss when you were just afraid of the world being obliterated by a nuclear war with the, and then the thing is that he wrote nuclear war with the Huskies. <laughs> so I was like, what's he talking about? But then he, then, he followed up with a text saying Ruskies. So what he's referring to, this is J Hops, because J Hops and I, I think are roughly the same age. I'm 54 years old. So he, J Hops is saying like when we were kids, when I was in, in the eighties, there was this kind of permeated fear in the air about the Russia had so many nuclear bombs and missiles pointed at us at all times that there was this this slight sense of anxiety and dread that there was going to be a nuclear war and that, um, you know, entire cities were going to be blown up and then there was going to be a nuclear Armageddon. That was the, that was the vision of the eighties was that there would be a nuclear Armageddon. And then movies like, uh, road warrior, which is an, a great, you know, dystopian future kind of movie, that created this sense of like maybe that like the re- we're gonna screw up the earth so much that all the resources are gonna be gone, uh, and and that kind of that and then everyone's gonna be kind of like uh, savages fighting over the the few things that we have and and you know I don't know I suppose there's reason to believe that that will happen but we've been predicting that kind of thing in America for a long time it's not it's not a it's not necessarily a new phenomenon is all I'm saying. Um, but we every but every generation kind of grapples with it in a different way and right now i think everyone there's a lot of people who are really convinced that quote unquote society is collapsing i hear that a lot from various people <laughs> um and there's always a certain amount of truth to it but i i the the idea that it's going to totally collapse i guess i'm you know i i'm not i'm not i'm not so convinced of that i think here's what i think i think that that we all need to like it's like especially portland okay portland is an example of a city that is definitely seeing better days right now but if we all just sort of throw up our hands and say well society's collapsing this is these are the end times i think then we all become less invested in actually improving things so i don't i don't like i don't like when people subscribe to that 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 attitude because it seems like then then you just there's no point in actually like making things better which i i i firmly believe is an important thing to do like we we should all we should all do what we can to make the future a better a better time um okay uh uh oh sparky says good decision to stay home thanks man i mean yeah i it was i I don't know it's like i i love going out on thursday nights it's kind of like it's kind of a ritual that i have when i'm in town um, but I had just gotten back into town. I sort of have a, a hectic schedule coming up. There's this winter storm, supposedly, that's coming tomorrow. Uh, I mean, not to share too much, but it, it affects me because I have to, I might have to be traveling. So there was, I, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stay home and do the show. It's a little, slightly less complicated than going down. And, but if I'd known Pizza Johnny was going to be there, um, you know, makes me feel bad that I'm missing him. Uh, uh oh this is Jewel says Pizza Johnny are you staying at Slingshot? I was going to stop by too. Oh well that would make me feel better if Jewel's and Pizza Johnny actually got to hang out. Uh e- even though I'm not there. <laughs> at least then it wasn't Pizza Johnny cuz I happen to know Pizza Johnny although he doesn't live off grid he doesn't live in town. Uh um 
Okay. Uh, oh, this is um, this is Gold Gay says um, it is not a deal breaker for me. So we were earlier we were talking about um, circumcision, and uh, and um, he is saying it's not a deal breaker for it's not a deal breaker for you. But the way that you the way that you wrote that it's like kind of like green sick emoji uh, makes me think that it's like it's not really a turn on. So it's in fact it's a turn off. So it's not a deal breaker, but it's it's like would you, so. Here's my question for you, Gold Gay. Say you met a guy that you like was that was like perfect in every way. You felt like there you had a long term future together. He he felt like he was like you know I want us to I want us to be together. I want us to live together. Um, would you would you say would you bring up the topic with him that maybe he would get circumcised like if he was uncircumcised would you would you ever like say to him hey you know would you consider doing this for me um just a question how would you do that um okay uh this is uh someone said arthur where are you and then oh is this strawberry uh um i think it's strawberry um it's funny because I can recognize, um, oh no, it's Nebraska. It's not strawberry. It's Nebraska. Uh, sometimes I can recognize the language of the text. I don't really recognize the numbers that well sometimes, but I don't know who you are if you're texting, just so you know. Like, uh, sometimes I'll recognize people, but sometimes I don't. Anyways, I think this is our Nebraska friend. It says, Arthur, where are you? Never mind. You answered. Um, and this, so this is a, uh, I believe you identify as a woman living in, uh, in Nebraska now, uh, and, but you're still listening to the show all the way from Nebraska. Love saying that we have listeners in Nebraska. Not every radio show can claim that. Um, and then anyways, uh, Nebraska, uh, um, chimes in about circumcision, it says, my son is, and it was a big argument. I think it's a purely uh, it was a big argument between you and the son's father. Is that what you're saying? Uh, or between you and your son. <laughs> uh, I think it's purely cosmetic and I really didn't want it done. The hygiene argument is mainly for someone who's older and has trouble with hygiene anyway. And it was just horrible to see done. I know he won't remember it, but oh my goodness, it was awful at the time. I cried and a poor, very pregnant doctor had to do it the worst. Um, well, it does sound unpleasant. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to say. As a guy who is uncircumcised, I am kind of glad that I am. Uh, I, it is. It's a. It's a stylistic thing, I guess. But so, and I didn't. I don't remember it. I have no memory of it happening. So, uh, um, you know. I, I, that's, that's my position on it, but I guess I, I respect anybody else's. Um, okay. Um, uh, this is Gold Gay. Okay. Uh, it says, I was at Freddy's tonight to stock up for the, uh, imminent winter storm and, oh, Freddy, uh, Fred Meyer. Um, and lots of things sold out. I stocked up and also grabbed some edibles in case. Well, this always happens in Portland, right? Is that like, they say, they say a storm is coming and everyone just raids the Fred Myers and the Winco's and the Safeways and like buys up all the toilet paper and all this like stuff that you don't really like 
there was there was a winter storm a few years ago when like the power went out for like a fairly long time um and uh i remember like going out to get wood like i because we i was worried we were going to run out of wood like if the power's out we don't have any heat in my house and so but we do have a fireplace so i was like i'm going to go get uh i'm going to go get more wood like we and uh and I felt like kind of an ass because every all every place was sold out of wood, um, and I I felt like I hit I was wasn't taking care of my family, um, and it caused me to sort of race around town in a panic finding wood. But then uh, now now I just keep a, a steady supply of wood, and um, I'm not too worried. I don't feel like this storm is is going to be as I, I think it it could be like one of those icy you know close down the city for a day type storms, but I don't think it's like you know, go raid the toilet paper section at Costco. <laughs> um, okay. Um, uh, deep dish Donnie here at private Brad, uh, um, deep dish Donnie here in private. Bradford had expressed to me that he feels like when he got circumcised, they may have cut a little too much off the top. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I don't think the, I, th- I do think that, that he, you know, it's like it's a it it i it's like a i'm sure it's like a slightly traumatic thing when it happens i just don't remember it happening um and sometimes i look at i look at my wiener i'm like how what how what how did that even happen what did the guy do to me but i don't i don't have traumatic <laughs> thoughts about it um okay that said uh let's take a little break we've been talking for nearly an hour that's a sign of an interesting conversation on my end that uh thank you for all of your texts um uh they were very fun and funny um uh and uh i'm gonna usually i like to play um bands that are playing in town this week um but um I, uh, I need to, I need to do a little more research about that. <laughs> it's been a busy day, but I did want to, this, this band played recently in town and ever since they did, I've, I've, I found out about them actually because I was doing my research, um, on, uh, you know, on, uh, who was playing in town this week. And so I saw there was a band called Acid King, which I've ever since, they played in town. I've been so into them. I, I just think they're, uh, I just think they're like a really fun band. Um, and, uh, and so I wanted to play, um, let me, let me make sure I have this, this song that I wanted to play by them. They, they, uh, I can, if they come back into town, I, um, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I see them because the, I didn't see them when they were in town and, uh, and I thoroughly regret it. So this is uh bad vision by acid King.
Support for X-Ray FM comes from Cascade Record Pressing. As the Northwest's only vinyl record manufacturing facility, Cascade is committed to serving Portland's independent recording artists and record labels. Cascade Record Pressing. Local manufacturing for local music. For more information, please visit CascadeRecordPressing.com. Hello, 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 hello. We are back with more sex, drugs, and basketball. If you are listening on January 11th, 2024, you've tuned into a live broadcast. And if you uh, are at the Slingshot Lounge, I apologize profusely. Uh, I am not at the Slingshot Lounge tonight, uh, at, contrary to what I uh, had said on the Instagram and Facebook page. Uh, I'm, I didn't actually make it to the Slingshot Lounge tonight. I am broadcasting live, uh, just from my own closet. Um, uh, I, I wasn't feeling 100% and just felt like I should stay in. I'm sorry about that. Um, I am feeling 100% into this show. I just physically <laughs> wasn't up for it. Um, but I'm 100% with you right now, uh, delivering from my bedroom closet. Um, okay. Let me get to the text messages. Uh, if you, if you're just tuning in, you've never heard this show before. Uh, we love text messages. We, they are the lifeblood of this show. No text message is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. Nor is a text message too smart. We'll take them all. We'll, we'll take all comers. You can send us anything. We, we were, we've been talking about the, uh, the movie, uh, The Cult of Mother God, the HBO documentary, uh, which I just find endlessly fascinating. Um, I forgot actually when I had earlier said, um, that I like to play bands that are playing in town this week. I forgot that, um, one of my favorite band names is playing in town, uh, Hippie Death Cult, which could basically be, uh, the name of the, the cult of mother God too. Um, hippie death cult is playing, um, at Polaris hall tomorrow night. So we'll play some of them on the next break. Um, okay. Uh, someone said, um, Oh, is this someone was saying, Oh, this is, uh, J hops says Fernando is playing at the beer bunker tomorrow. Um, okay. Let me, let's check out Fernando, Fernando Viciconte. Um, he sent me to the band camp page. This is one this is Fernando. Oh he's like a he's like a guitar virtuoso. Oh that's oh, good, I like this. Oh I like this a lot. Fernando and the dogs is the name of this. Oh no, Fernando. This the name of the album is The Dogs. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, I like that song a lot. I'm actually gonna play. I, I I'm just gonna. I'll play that. I'll play one of the uh, song by Fernando from the album The Dogs. For some reason, I wanted to say Fernando and the Dogs. Um, is the band called? Oh, I see. It's Fernando. V- I don't know. I'm worried. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, and then uh, 
the dogs is the name of the album. Yeah, I like it. It's kind of psychedelic. Um, I like that that kind of trippy sound. Uh, so I'll play I'll play a song. So now I have two other two bands to play during the break. Thank you, Jay House, for that tip. Um, if you if you know of a band that's playing uh, next week, and uh, or you're in a band that's playing next week and want to uh, send me the information. Ever, if you ever want to do that, um, I'm always, I love playing local bands on the show, uh, especially in the, and usually the theme for the show is we play music that's playing in town this week. Uh, cause I do encourage, I think it's a wonderful thing to go out in real life and see live music. Uh, and so I encourage you, Portland is a great music town. So go out and support those bands. Um, okay. This is, uh, Nebraska. I guess you're not, Nebraska has a good music scene, I hear. Doesn't uh doesn't Lincoln have a have a hot hot underground scene? Um okay. Um this is what Nebraska says. You know what's funny? I dated someone oh we were talking about circumcision earlier. Uh uh see see Jules said that no one talks about circumcision and I would I would kind of disagree with you. I think it's a discussion that people talk about a lot. Maybe if you're it, once, especially once you start having kids, like every parent who has has a kid with a penis like is aware of the circumcision debate. Oh, and I should say you are listening to X-Ray FM at KXRY Portland at 107.1 and 91.1 FM streaming online everywhere at xray.fm as well as on the coast at Manzanita, Wheeler, Rockaway, and Nahalem. Uh, we are at 91.7 on the coast. Shout out to the coast. I bet it's cold and dark on the coast right now. Wet. It's cold, wet, and dark. I bet if you just walk out your door on the coast, you just are pelted with <laughs> cold water. <laughs> you probably have to wear a snorkel outside. It's so wet on the coast right now. Um, tell me what it's like if you're listening on the coast. I'd be curious. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, this is the Nebraska says, you know what's funny? I dated someone who was circumcised and I didn't even realize it. What? Uh, I made a comment, I think a fairly neutral comment about circumcision, uh, but he got so, uh, but I don't, uh, there's a typo, I think, unless his name is Bodo. <laughs> Anyways, but he got so offended, uh, he was rather pissy. <laughs> um, and there's like a, a sort of smiling, laughing motion. Well, I, I mean, I wouldn't take any offense. I mean, I will say, I, I've never, like, I've never, I've never taken offense, because you're saying that this person was circumcised, and you made a comment that was anti-circumcision, and he got offended. Like, do you think he was offended because he, you didn't know that he was circumcised? Like, you thought he was uncircumcised? Like, he, he was offended because you weren't paying attention to his wiener closely enough? Is that the problem? Um... Anyways, guys are really sensitive about about our wieners. Like we like to think that the person we are with is really like satisfied, and in fact, ideally is really into the way our wiener is like shaped and looks. Like that that's important to the the guy. Just so you know, like if you are in a relationship with someone who has a penis and you like say something negative about it, they'll be kind of bummed out. <laughs> I mean, that should sort of stand a reason, but like maybe women don't realize like that's the part of the guy that like you just want to think that the the woman or a guy that you are with is like loves loves your wiener. 
<laughs> Maybe that's how I feel. Maybe, maybe I'm, I don't want to speak for all men in general. Um, okay. Uh, this is, uh, the, um, oh, this is Jewel says, I found the pizza family and they have, uh, two burner ladies with them. Oh my God. I missed two burner ladies and the pizza family. See, this is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I really feel like I, I, I let you down because, uh, we were the you guys were the ones who told me about the cult of Mother God, and I we were, we were gonna you know talk about it. I didn't know you were coming into into town. I should have if I'd known, maybe I would have come and gotten everyone sick. <laughs> um, okay, um, uh, this is uh, um, uh, J Hop says Fernando. Uh, he just goes by Fernando. The album is actually called Leave the Radio On. But this song is just called The Dogs. Okay. I see. That's the name of the song is The Dogs. I like the name of that name. Uh, I'm complete. And then J-Hop says, I'm completely positive that my parents had no debate about the circumcision. I think it just came with the happy meal of giving birth to a son in a hospital. Um, yeah, I mean, some parents, maybe they don't even debate it. They're just like, that's what you do. You know, you just do it. I think, I mean, that's the other thing is I feel like sometimes like, people fret over it more than they need to, you know, like, like maybe a mother like feels like, you know, this is my son. I, I created this, this flesh and blood and, uh, I'm now I'm, I'm like scarring it in some way. But I, you know, I, I think fathers, I, I, I wonder if it's more guys are pro circumcision than women. That's an interesting question. I don't really know. Um, uh, okay, uh, this is, oh, this is a new texter. It says, hello, sink sandwich here. Would love if you check out and play Rick Reel and the Warmth. They're playing this Sunday at the White Eagle Saloon at 8 p.m. Okay, sink sandwich. Uh, it's called Rick Reel and the Warmth. Um, uh, I, I like the White Eagle, uh, saloon. That's a, that's a fun venue to, uh, to see um, to see music, so I'm looking at their band ca- camp page. Rick, let me make sure I get this name right. Rick Real and the Warmth is it a local band um, playing at the White Eagle Saloon? Um, they seem like they have quite a uh, quite a discography, if I do say so myself. I don't even know where to begin to what to uh, what to play. Um, I'm just going to play the first, the first, I'm going to play the third song off the first album. Sounds a little like Pink Floyd to me. That's good. I like it. They're playing uh, at the White Angle Saloon. I wonder if that. I don't know if that. I I just picked a random song, so I don't know if that's like. Let's let's try another song just to just to like. Just to you know, spread the. Let's see this one. Kind of a similar vibe to the first one. Still kind of Pink Floydy. Watch out for falling rocks, you know. 
times come to let it go You paint a tiresome picture in my mind So that's Rick Reel and the warmth. That does sound it, it does have like this Roger Waters vibe to me. Um uh it sounds I like it. Yes, very local. Okay, cool. Well that's Roger or sorry, I just said that's Rick Reel and the Warmth. They're playing this Sunday at the White Eagle Saloon. I'm totally down with people sending me the these these suggestions. Um because I, I'm always interested in learning about new bands and uh I hope you're not offended if I only play a few seconds of the song, but um, I, I, uh, you know, um, I let that they, they sound good. I'll check them out in, in greater length, <laughs> um, when I'm not on live radio. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, I, I'm just, uh, I'm curious about if the Pizza Johnny as, and Jules are listening. They're probably just hanging out at the Slingshot Lounge, but, um, usually I do this show, um, live from the, the Slingshot Lounge, and I'm so sorry that I'm not there uh tonight i said that i was going to be um in the way the place that i said that i was going to be is on our instagram page which um i please uh i i please i humbly ask you all to follow um i post information about where i'm doing the show and what's going and and the subjects of the show and stuff on there and sometimes i just post videos and pictures that i find interesting um uh but uh it's sex drugs basketball all one word um, sex, drugs, basketball, all one word. Um, I wanted to play, uh, this, um, prank phone call that I heard, um, that I, I always love, we love talking about prank phone calls, um, on this show because, uh, they're just, it's just an art form that we appreciate. And I've tried to do, um, prank phone calls from time to time on this show, although I learned, uh, afterwards that it was illegal to do. Um, but this woman, uh, she, she's on Instagram. Uh, she calls herself, uh, it's like, she's a comedian. Uh, but her Instagram handle is, uh, Sarah, Sarah with an H soda O five. Um, and she, she put, she's like a young woman, but she puts on like an old woman voice and calls people up. Um, and, uh, I just always find it funny. So I'm going to play this. Yeah. Hi, honey. Is this Jennifer Toss? Yes, it is. This is Sue Dillon. I live down the road from you. And I just wanted to let you know that your daughter, Candace Toss, was walking your dog, Nayla, the pit bull. And she let it shit in my yard and she did not pick up the poop. And where do you live? I live right down the road from you, honey. Candace normally doesn't walk Nala. How do you, I mean, how do you even know the dog's name? I heard her saying, oh, Nala, oh, Nala, you were pretty pity, you were pretty pity. Okay, so why didn't you stop her and tell her to pick the shit up out of your yard then? Because I thought her mama should know what she's doing. And hey, if you're 23 years old, why the f*** are you calling me? Well, I don't, I'm not your your daughter's boss, honey, and you know how people are with their kids nowadays. I'm not here. She's grown. What's your name again? Sue Dillon, honey. Sue Dillon, and where do you live at? I live three houses down from you, honey. Three houses down where? Down to the left, honey. On the other side of who? Of your house. I ain't giving you my address. You crazy. Well, let me tell you something. Bitch, kiss my motherfucking ass. I How about will. That? Bend over, honey. Let me get my red lipstick on. I tell you what, you bring your motherfucking ass to my house and I will beat the f shit out of you. Let's go, honey. Let's go. Hoo, 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 hoo. Hello. Hi, honey. This is Jennifer Toss. 
Okay. Um, all right. Well, that was my, that was my prank phone call of the week. <laughs> um, uh, I just thought it was a, I thought it was funny. If you look at what's fun to see is uh it the video of her actually doing that that phone call. She's it's always funny when people are uh laughing as they're doing prank phone calls. Anyways, um uh uh Rick Real uh or Sync Sandwich says, "Thank you. Thanks brother for playing uh Rick Real. No no problem." Um okay, um then uh Someone else says, if you're, if you're open to another suggestion, I am, uh, Oopsie Daisy is playing next Saturday, the 20th at Swan Dive, Portland, Portland based fuzzy garage gaze. Oh, that's a, that's a good, um, uh, do you, do did you, can you send me a link to, send, send me a link to Oopsie Daisy's, uh, like band camp or is there, are they on Spotify or anything like that? Um, and I'll play, so I'll play some of their music, um, if you want. I'll I'll check them out. Um, well, let me uh, speaking. Of, let, let me uh, let me stick a little bit to the the program that I was I was doing. Um, uh, I w- I was enjoying uh, Fernando, but we were talking about. Um, uh, oops, I lost. Um, we were talking about. <laughs> sorry, I just I just closed uh, the. Uh, the page that had all the text messages so i have to reload it <laughs> sorry about that um if you if you send it if you send a text message um hold on for one second and it will uh it will come back up um let me let me play um this is a band that is playing uh on friday night at polaris hall i love this name i mean how can you go wrong um this is uh hippie death cult um, and this is, uh, this is their song, Better Days.
comes from Spielman Bagels and Coffee. Opened by Rick Spielman and his son Raf, Spielman has been serving handmade boiled and baked bagels and coffee since 2011. Their flagship store can be found on Southeast 21st and Division, or find one of their other shops 
on Northwest 23rd and Lovejoy, Northeast 22nd and Broadway, or in Multnomah Village. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you're listening on January the 11th, 2024, welcome to a live broadcast of our show. Um, this is, this show, uh, is not live from the Slingshot Lounge. I apologize to anyone who showed up at the Slingshot Lounge hoping to see the show being broadcast from there. Uh, I did say that was going to happen and then, uh, I didn't actually end up going there. I'm in my bedroom closet. Um, so it's kind of nice, actually. Uh, that reminds me of during the pandemic how I would do the show from this same spot in my closet. And uh, I wish I love hanging out at the Slingshot Lounge and seeing uh, apparently the Pizza Johnny's are there and Jules is there. Um, but uh, and so there's some burner burner girls there too, burner women. Um, so who, you know, who, you just never know. I, I, I guess I, I, uh, missed a chance to hang out, but, um, I'm just doing the show from my closet tonight. Um, but we have been talking about, uh, the, the wonderful documentary, um, love has won the cult of mother God. Uh, we've also been playing music from bands that are playing in town. That was, um, Hippie Death Cult. We played two songs by them because their name is so apropos to what we're talking about. Um, and then uh, this band, Oopsie Daisy, someone was, uh, they're playing Saturday the 20th. So is that's not, that's like, there's a Thursday in between then, but it's okay. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll check them out. So they're, how did this person describe them? It's pretty good. Like, uh, Portland-based fuzzy garage gaze. Okay, Portland-based fuzzy garage gaze. Um, oh, I like the I like their album covers. Looks like they have like four different albums to choose from. We'll just we'll just pick a random song. It's good good fuzz. They're playing at Swan Dive. This sounds like it would be fun to see. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I'm, I'm not going to play the whole song because we were just playing music, but I do, I like that. I like the, um, trippy vocals. Uh, they're kind of like, I would add to your description of them as being, what did you say? Fuzzy garage gaze. I would say there's something sort of spooky about them. Uh, they, they, uh, there's like, I would say psychedelic 
there's something psychedelic and spooky about them. Um, if you looked at their album covers, it's like there's like sort of a ghost figure in one, and then there's kind of like melting flowers um, in a Grinch hand. <laughs> um, it's I really like it. Uh, um, I don't even. I also don't know. Um, the the Bandcamp description says is a four piece fuzz laden garage gaze band <laughs> just like the person said um uh i don't know the swan dive what uh swan dive is that that uh that's a bar that i just don't i'm not hip to um that's cool okay um i i don't think i'm gonna maybe i'll be back on saturday i'm actually kind of curious to see that band um uh okay and then okay um we were also having this debate over uh circumcised uh uncircumcised and nebraska our friend from nebraska said um told us this story about making a comment she dated someone but and she wrote what she wrote in her text was you know what's funny i dated someone who was circumcised and and i didn't even realize it um but then she later so then we had this whole discussion about this text and then it was she said i'm sorry he was uncircumcised not circumcised so that's an important mistake that <laughs> we made there. Uh, and I think I said I understood that people wouldn't want... Uh, and this, so this is what she said. She's, I think I said uh, I understood that people wouldn't want their kids to look different or weird, but I didn't think it was necessary. He took it personally and thought I was saying he was weird. He got mad. The truth was what you said. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> well, that's actually that is a, that story makes more sense now that you now that you explain. So, you didn't know that sh- that he was uncircumcised because most of the time when you were around his wiener, it was erect. And and I think if I understand the the way that works, it's it's not you can't it's you can't really tell if the if the wiener is erect. You can't tell that the person's been circumcised or not, or has not been circumcised. Um, so then you made some comment about how it looked different or and weird, and then he, he probably, here's the thing, is that he probably had, like, you know, that's what I'm saying when I heard that story. I was like, I, I'm just, like, some guys are really confident in their wieners, but, you know, like, if your girlfriend, the person you're sleeping with, says something derogatory about your wiener, you start thinking, well, maybe, you know, it's it's hard especially for a young guy to to hear so um so that's probably why he got he got uh pouty about it what did you how do you describe it he was rather pissy <laughs> that's funny um okay if you would like to join the conversation text us at 9712205979 we've got about another half hour left in the show 20 26 minutes to be exact um and uh you can text anything you want no text is too stupid for sex, drugs, and basketball. No text is too smart. Send us a joke. Send us. We've been having this this uh, hot debate on circumcision tonight. Um, we uh, we haven't really talked basketball, but I'm I'm always happy to talk basketball. The Blazers. We did talk a little bit about how the Blazers aren't very good this this year, but um, I mean things are kind of heating up. I'm 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 uh, I'm excited about watching other things in basketball. So if anyone wants to. Um, you know, talk basketball, just bring it on. Um, we're also talking about, uh, we're really into, um, hippie cults on this show. <laughs> so if anyone, uh, we, we've been really, uh, focusing on, 
um, the uh, the movie Mother God, the the cult of Mother God. But if you have other uh, hippie cult things you want to talk about, well, we were playing Hippie Death Cult, the band. Um, and uh, we've, we're also playing uh, music from bands that are playing in town this week. So uh, I actually, I, I, uh, I invited people if they had a band they wanted to, uh, to have us check out on the radio that's playing, it has to be playing in town uh, next week or close to next week. Um, and uh, someone, I don't know if you're in this band or you're just, uh, or you just like this band, uh, Oopsie Daisy, um, they sent, and I liked, I did, I did like the Portland-based fuzzy garage gaze. Um, and then they said, thank you, thank you. Swan Dive is on Southeast Grand in Morrison, right across from the Lollipop Shop, another solid local venue. I do know about the Lollipop Shop. I just, you know, I guess I don't get out enough. I didn't know. Is Swan Dive new? I, like, I feel like you're going to say Swan Dive's been around for, like, 25 years, and I just didn't know it. Um, but, uh, is it, like, is it, that's a good name for a bar. It's sort of like, is it a dive bar or is it kind of like a fancy bar? Cause swans are kind of fancy. Um, who knows who, who can tell? Um, okay. Well, um, the other, the other, uh, let me just play this too. As long as we're, we're playing the, um, the other, uh, band is, uh, Fernando is playing in, uh, at what did J hop say? Was it, was it Polaris? Wait, I gotta, I gotta look. I gotta make sure I, I get that right. Um, uh, um, Fernando is playing at, at the beer bunker. I don't even know. There's another, but there's another place I don't know about. The beer bunker. Okay, this guy is playing at the beer bunker tomorrow night. Um, this is Fernando.
X-Ray FM is supported by Slingshot Lounge. Located in southeast Portland on the corner of 56th and Foster, Slingshot Lounge offers an expansive game room, scratch cocktails, and a craft kitchen with a full menu until 2 a.m. Happy hour available weekdays from 3 to 7, and brunch weekends from noon to 4. Slingshot Lounge, decentralizing Portland since 2007. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Sex, Drugs, and Basketball. If you're listening on January the 11th, 2024, you have tuned into a live broadcast of this very fine show. Um, I am not, unfortunately, at the Slingshot Lounge tonight, although I hear that uh, the Pizza Johnnies and uh, several other people are, um, and uh, as, as well as Jules, um, and some people described as burner women. <laughs> not sure. I actually, I was going to say, I'm not sure what that means, but I do know what that means. I think. Um, okay. Uh, this is, uh, J hops. I was asking about the, the venue Swan dive and, uh, J hop says Swan dive is pretty new. Uh, it took over, uh, the space from the bit house saloon, which was only around for a few years before that space uh was the East Bank saloon since the nineteen eighties. Oh well you would you would know. Uh oh uh and then uh oh yeah and then the the other the oopsie daisy person said it was formerly the Bithouse Saloon and that and that person also says uh they play bass in the band <laughs> Oopsie Daisy. I like that. I liked I liked uh Rick Reel. I liked I liked all the suggestions. So far Everyone who has sent in a band suggestion uh, that's playing next week, I thought the music was good. I like I'm I didn't have to pretend that I liked it. I actually did like it. <laughs> um, but rest assured, if you sent music, if you sent music from your band and I listened to it on the show, and I didn't like it, I would probably find a way to let you know. Um, uh, okay. But there's always something redeeming about a song, isn't there? Um, uh, okay, uh, this is, and J-Hop says, also regarding Fernando, he's playing solo acoustic on a triple bill. The beer bunker is in Montevilla on Stark Street. Oh, I know the Montevilla neighborhood. Um, okay, well, he's playing solo acoustic. So that song that we were uh, playing was kind of had more of an, uh, had, I mean, it was a little bit acoustic, but it was, it had, had a lot of, uh, electric effects so i wouldn't expect the music to sound exactly like that if you're going to see fernando um uh um and then uh oh, someone said "Ooh, my friend fell off the fire escape at bit house tell me more <laughs> i want to know more uh um uh i don't even remember bit house i mean i feel like it's so fun like portland really does have a very exciting and fun bar culture um and it, it, you know, like all good bar cities, like the bars, like a city that has good bar culture, they have like their, their mainstay bars, like their places that have been around for a long time. You're like Sandy Hut or, uh, you know, Slow Bar. I don't know. There's places that have, that, that have been, that have been around for at least 20, 30 years. Um, I know there's some, many that have been around longer than that. Um, but, uh, it, so Portland has that and then it has like a rotating cast of new bars that take over old spaces and stuff like that. Um, I can't, I can't always keep up with it. Um, like what, you know, but there's always, I like, I, lo- I like hearing about the, the bar scenes and, and, uh, and so I guess this one person was on the fire escape. Like how, what happened? Did they, 
were they, did they just fall off the fire escape and they were okay or did they fall off and suffer serious injuries and it's sort of a tragic story or or was it sort of a funny story like maybe they like uh you know broke their arm but that it didn't affect their lives too long term <laughs> um uh okay um uh uh this is uh this is who's Wait, what's going on here? Oh, this is Nebraska. Okay, Nebraska sent in a long text that said, Oh, oh, you played a bunch of good music that you need to share. You need an assistant, Arthur. It's true. I, I mean, in some ways I do need an assistant for this show, but I, but in the other, it's, the thing is, I don't, it's easier to not have it, to just not, you know, to be able to just make all the decisions on the fly. So when you have, so the you know, but you're right. I, I I definitely could use a hand sometimes. Uh, it says uh, I get why you could have made any. Oh, okay. Now that we're going back to the um. Uh, the circumcision comment, the uncircumcised comment that uh, Nebraska made. It says. I get why that could have made any guy not feel great, but he was sensitive about a lot. It seemed a lot, Arthur. <laughs> I believe you. I can tell. It sounds like he was overly sensitive. You're right. I I I I think you're right. He I think he was being overly sensitive. He needs. You know what? I don't. I I'm not. I I don't. I'm. I was sort of just trying to understand where he was coming from, but I that I'm not saying. I don't think he. he I think he should have been had more confidence in himself and not taken offense at whatever it was you said. So you're right. He was sensitive. Um, regardless of whether it makes you like, you know, shows, shows some confidence, you know, just move on. Uh, and then she writes, uh, any, anywho, it's real winter here in the Midwest. This is a, a listener from Nebraska. It's real winter here in the Midwest and it's about to get really freaking cold and more snow. You'll have to check out, you have to check on your pal Denver Dan and tell him not to stick his junk on a flagpole or something else stupid that he'd laugh at. <laughs> um, yeah, he. <laughs> I guess Denver Dan's not listening tonight. Um, but yeah, I guess it is going to get very cold in the Midwest. I've heard that. The reason I'm aware of that is because there's a the the uh, the primary elections are taking place in Iowa. And I heard that like Monday is supposed to be super cold, and there uh, there's some issue with that. Um, uh, anyways, uh, um, yeah, I guess it'll be cold in Nebraska too. Tell 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 us about it next week. I I think it's always interesting when it gets super cold, like twenty below and stuff, because like people get the like you know they. It, it, it's just such extreme coldness. And then, of course, everyone's going to be like, see, global warming is a hoax. Um, okay, uh, this is uh, the story about um, falling off the fire escape at Bithouse, is another texter. It says, we threw a party there, and it was and it was a non-legit smoking area, and he fell two stories and got pretty hurt. Bithouse didn't last long after that. Their upstairs was pretty dope though serious injury um this story doesn't seem relevant shout out to evan it is relevant that is a good story uh 
I mean, it's, it's a sad story, <laughs> but, but, um, but it is relevant because we were talking about bit, bit house. Um, and, uh, we like to talk about parties and, and, and we talk about the good and the bad on parties. I mean, you think about how many fire escapes I've stood on, uh, at parties that, um, I could have fallen off. <laughs> uh, so what, let's see, he fell two stories, but was it, it, was it his, I mean, was, was he like, did he fall, like, was it, did he fall because he did something clumsy or was it that the fire escape like broke in some way? That's what I'm sort of getting at. I guess either way it's, 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 uh, it's tragic. I mean, it stinks to think, like, I think about that, like people are injured all the time who are like super wasted. Like you get, you get really drunk or you get like super high on some sort of psychedelic drug and you do something that you normally wouldn't do and you really hurt yourself. Like that must be a real bummer to be tripping and, and like fall a long way and break a bone or something. Like, I wonder how your body process, or maybe you just go in shock and you're like, wow, man, I'm injured. Have you ever injured yourself while being, while being messed up on drugs or alcohol? Text us and tell us about it. 971-220-5979. I'm serious. Text us and tell us about if you've ever injured yourself when you've been really uh, messed up on drugs or alcohol. I want to know about it. It seems like it happens. Um, okay, shout out to Evan. And then, oh, then the person says, moral of the story is watch your friends when they are wasted. <laughs> they spelled it S-S-C-S-S. S S S C C C H H H H H wasted sh wasted, um yeah I mean I guess that's that is sad so that's what I was picturing so the guy was like super wasted and just fell over oh, that sucks man um one time when I was going to a party uh, this was when I was in high school um we were going to a party that um was up uh, on like the fourth floor of some building and we to get there we we were climbing up the fire escape uh, which was sort of you know like a zigzag of stairs going up like this metal fire escape and we were climbing up and this guy Doug Thompson walked out of the party it was on the fourth floor onto the fire escape and then puked down through the metal of the fire escape onto us as we were walking up, up the fire escape so that's that's another tragedy that took place on a fire escape uh, during a party at the fire escape not not as tragic as what happened to your friend in fact most of the uh puke landed on my friend neil and i i think i i didn't i just got sort of light spray from it but uh we laughed about that for years um <laughs> <laughs> get puked on by Doug Thompson. I still remember the guy's name. I don't. I don't remember much else about Doug, but he. I do. I'll always remember that he was the guy that puked on us in high school as we were climbing the staircase. Um, okay. Uh, this someone says. Uh, oh, this is Pizza Johnny. Says looking forward to hearing the show on re replay. Feels weird missing the show because we were at Slingshot. I'm sorry, man. I really am. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I guess I, you sometimes Pizza Johnny and I communicate ahead. So I know that he was going to be, I, I should have put something on, uh, on, um, Instagram about not being at the slingshot, but, um, but I, it was a last minute decision. It, I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, 
Anyways, I guess it sounds like uh, Pizza Johnny is at the Slingshot. So if you're just like looking for something to do, you can go find the Pizza Johnny family. Um, and uh, it's too bad because they had lots of funny things to say about uh, the Love is One documentary. But we'll have to catch up another time. Um, and, uh, yeah, the moral of the story is watch your friends when they're shwasted. Um, okay, there's, um, there's one other, uh, I guess we're gonna, I'm gonna play one more song, uh, just, um, cause there's one other band that was playing in town that I wanted to, uh, talk about. Um, Hell's Bells is, uh, they are, um, uh, a, a women's band that plays, ACDC cover so it's an ACDC cover band that's all women which is like an awesome combination they're playing at Dante's uh, tomorrow night um, so you can't really go wrong with uh, there's so many so much good music tomorrow night um, uh, but uh, I love love ACDC and I love the idea of a, uh, a women um, cover band playing ACDC uh, so I was going to um I was going to see if I could find one of... I, I was going to play um, ACDC, but then I was like, I bet I can find, uh, like, a live... Uh, here, this is them. Yeah, this is... Let's see, which... I guess we'll do them playing Highway to Hell. This is them playing Highway to Hell. Uh, this is at one of their live shows, so you can... See, they look like, they look, they look like a, like, legit, um, rock and roll bands. Okay. go that they sound awesome I'm, I'm i'm watching the video of them playing that song highway to hell the classic uh and they look very energetic and man there's just so many so many live music alternatives for you tomorrow night i don't even know where to begin um but there you go uh hell's bells playing at dante's tomorrow night um all right we've got a few more texts to get to and then we're gonna our show is about uh almost over oh uh, oh, this is, so someone texted and said, check out Father Yod and the Source family, California 70s cult without the Manson murdery stuff. Lots of sexy and rock band as well. Yes, totally. Uh, Father Yod and the Source family, uh, is an amazing cult. If you're into, uh, like cult stories, that story is epic. There's a documentary about, there's a documentary about them and also a really good book. 
I really like the book that was done about the source family um, that sort of was in conjunction with the documentary. Um, it's an amazing story. It was this, it was kind of your more typical uh, cult story that like the mother God story is, has this, has this internet um, element to it that makes it kind of new and modern. Um, but the, the father Yod story is more just kind of like your hippie, your, classic hippie cult story where he was just this guy like he was kind of just a hollywood guy like i think he was a car salesman and then he just decided he was gonna start his own religion or something like basically he had he he was into like attractive young people (laughs) that was his deal and he he and and he was into health food oh he started a restaurant that was kind of what he did he he sort of like pioneered the health food craze i think in in la they had a restaurant that was on sunset in la it was i think it was called the source and it was like people would go to get you know sprout sandwiches and tofu and stuff and um the everyone that worked there would wear white and they were all these attractive young people and then they all lived in this house in hollywood I think one of the Beach Boys was, was it? A, did, I know there was a Beach Boy involved with, um, with the Manson family, but for some reason I think there was a Beach Boy involved with this one too. I may be, I may be misremembering that. But anyways, they were very attractive and they all wore white and they were, it just was like a, your real kind of cult hippie commune thing. But they all seemed really happy and they would wake up early in the morning and smoke a whole bunch of weed and do yoga. Like that's what they did. They would, he, they were really into waking up super early and smoking weed and doing yoga. Um, and, uh, and then they had a band that was terrible actually. Like the father Yod, um, music is like not very good. Uh, I, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. I don't know if it's on Spotify. I mean, I'm really open to that kind of stuff. Like, uh, um, yeah, this, uh, like I, I, I would, I really wanted to like it. It's called Father Yod and this, and the Source family. But like, it's, it's not very, like, they weren't really a very good band. Like these hippies, like this is, this is, I mean, this is okay. This is kind of just like, but, but I've listened to their music a lot and I just couldn't really get into it. But it's worth looking up Father Yod and the Source, the Source family. Very, very fun cult. This like th- this is what their music is like. It's just this it's like what's going on here? Uh, um, uh, let's see. And Nebraska says one more thing about the weather. I was scrolling and someone posted this from watching the local news. People are funny. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. It says don't set the snow on fire. <laughs> Are people are people setting? It says if you live in Old Town Bellevue and are currently pouring gas onto the snow and trying to light it on fire as a form of snow removal, you cannot do that. <laughs> Our officers are on the way to talk to you now. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, thank you for sending that. Okay. Um, well, see how bad this Father Yod music is. It's like unlistenable. Like what? Who? These people think if you start a cult, you could at least have a good band. Like, what's going on here? <laughs> 